Hey, were you one of these kids growing up in school or in college or even at your job where if someone pronounced your name incorrectly, you just didn't correct them? Yeah, I've done that too. And, you know, after a while, you start thinking, well, why should I? I think we're living in times today where we should be correcting people on how to pronounce our name. Now, we don't want to force anyone to speak a language they don't want to speak, like Spanish. But at least our name, I mean, what, what, do you, what do you think? I think that's a big part of our identity. That is like who we are. We were named that for a reason. Our last name is our legacy. We inherited that from our father, from our family, and we want it to live on, right? But why are we allowing it to be misconstrued and to be um, twisted in such a way to make other people comfortable. Recently, I read an article in LinkedIn by one of my contacts that I have through a contact. Uh, her name is Laura Silva. It looks like she works at Bank of America. It is a speaker as well and uh, very impressive um, work that she does here. And I was really impressed by an article that she shared talking about this very same subject. And then someone in her um, network shared uh, a feature that's now available in LinkedIn and I think it's been available in Facebook for a while now where you can put the pronunciation of your name next to your name on these social media accounts. I think it's really important. I think even uh, in Facebook, I think maybe, okay, you can kind of get away with it. It's a little bit more informal, but LinkedIn, that's your professional profile. So I think it's important as, as much as we want to prepare for that job interview or for that meeting or that networking event, and we want to prepare and know who people are ahead of time and how to pronounce their names, I think it's important that people do that for us as well. When we go to interview for a job or when we put on an event, uh, we, we matter, you know, our names matter. Our names mean so much um, to who we are and where we come from. And there's a reason why you were giving that name. My name was given to me, uh, Amelia, because my mother's name is Amelia. And a funny story, um, before I was born, one of my dad's cousins was born and they liked my mom's name so much, she got her name first. So as far as I know, there's three Amelias in my immediate family. So that's a bit much. But it's funny because Amelia is, um, you know, it's, it's origins German. But if you uh, think about it, it's, it's becoming a little bit more of a popular name where people, you know, can call you Amelia. Uh, in Spanish, I often get confused by people calling me Amalia, and that's a whole other ballgame. That's just someone who speaks Spanish who's just refusing to accept that there's a E in the middle of my name instead of an A. But let's move on to my last name, Orozco. Yeah, um, people have used Orozco or Roscoe, or uh, usually when I'm on the phone and it's something important, and I don't really don't want them to miss a beat, I'll spell it for them, you know? Uh, Z as in zebra, C as in Charlie. Make sure we get that Orozco in there correctly. So it's really important in this day and age, identity is at the forefront of all our conversations. And I think we should wear our identity as a badge, you know, a badge of honor at the same time with respect for other cultures and other identities, not trying to say that one is better than the other but respectful of each other and appreciative of each other and just willing to learn about the different cultures and the origins of our names 
and not make fun of that and teach that to our children and to our future generations you know teach that to our future teachers teachers who um, I felt growing up they really didn't try to learn children's names in their classroom there was many occasions where a student would be ashamed to be called uh, for example if your name was Guillermo they you know Guillermo or something and and a lot of times like I said we just let it pass we just let it go by the wayside just not to make waves well I think we're in 2020 and if we make a little bit of waves it's okay we are being uh, knocked over by some huge tidal waves these days uh, from you know just everything that's been going on this year and the curveball we got with the virus the pandemic with um, one thing that's been great uh, is the actual talking about and movement in the Black Lives Matter movement uh, I feel that we knew about this and we were constantly putting it on the back burner and this year it's just been a drop away and finally that drop was just one drop too much and I'm glad that people are speaking up and moving forward and I think it's uh it's about time so you know speaking about language and communication that's where we can stand strong as one you know I hate to see it being a brown versus black uh, matter and a lot of times it's been uh, steering that way and I think that's just um, people who could care less about either side and they're just trying to antagonize maybe there's just too much going on at the same time it's hard to capture it all but we should really step back breathe take a look at what's going on around us and just see what we can do even in a small way in the meantime, I'm proud to say that uh, I still have an accent. I haven't lost it, even though I have moved from South Texas many, many years ago. I still have an accent, and I don't ever want to lose it. And uh, I feel like if I, I speak Spanish pretty well, and I speak English pretty well, but you can still hear the accent on both sides, and that's fine. And I think that's something to be proud of. You know, I think the more languages we spoke the better because it's just an asset that you have it's just like a whole other world opens up for you when you can understand not just language but the culture you know being able to switch like that code switch and just being able to integrate with people and understand where they're coming from that's why there's so many words in Spanish that don't translate to English completely and they just you know sometimes people say oh it just sounds so beautiful when you say it in Spanish and you could be saying voy a sacar la basura which means I'm taking the trash out but it just sounds beautiful but there's just certain things that you can express better in each language you know sometimes there isn't a word for something in Spanish and it's just used, um, the English version of that word is used in Spanish. You know, when computers first came out, that's what happened. You know, we they were talking um, all these, the, in the digital, digital age, all these techie words were basically just used in Spanish. Uh, so to just understand that. So, you know, the world is changing every day. The dictionary is growing every day. And I just say in the meantime, stand proud. Stand, you know, who you are. Um, what your identity is and what that accent is no lo pierdas don't lose it keep it store it es un tesoro it's a treasure that you have share it with others until next time this has this been, has been the, queso. the queso the queso